Welcome back, everybody, to the Good Looks Podcast. I'm here with the man, the myth, Josiah McFadden. Man, it's good to be back. So much time has passed. So much time. Months, moons, many moons. I think November was the last recording of this podcast. Yeah. Um, So I'm told. Uh Uh, So we apologize for the break, obviously. You know, we've been busy. We we were employed now. Uh, We feel like kind of new men. We're looking for Uh real big boy houses, apartments. Yeah, it was a tumultuous time. Tumultuous. if, If you will. But the good news is we're back. We got a lot to talk about today. We actually have a video for you guys. Mm-hmm. After we, you know, get you revved up, hyped up for our show again, courtesy of, uh, I honestly don't know who this band is for our theme song, but I have heard this. <laughs> I have heard what? this song on TV. It, it might just be a computer, the way things are going these days. I know, I know. But this song is literally on, I think it's on some kind of like washing machine commercial. That tells you we're big time. I want to say like Warner Stellion almost. Show business. Show business. So we got a great episode. We're talking Final Four, a little bit of MLB, Mm -hmm. NBA talk, uh, both Bulls, you know, Wolves, uh, playoff teams. teams that are in the playoffs. It's going to be great. We'll talk to you Uh, soon. So we're going to start off this show in kind of a different way, because I was actually unaware, and we just kind of started talking about this, but I don't know how many of you remember Pete Weber. Pete Weber. One of the greatest bowlers of all time, but I didn't know something Josiah just yeah. informed me of, and this is incredible. You know, I was uh, I was watching an episode of The Marvelous Miss Maisel on uh, Amazon Prime. Check it out, one of the best shows out. And, you know, they were talking about bowling, and he was like, yeah, I'm good, but I'm not Dick Weber. And, you know, when I heard Dick Weber, I'm like, there's no way. There's no way that <laughs> this is, is, he, is he talking about Pete Weber's father? And I looked it up. Turns out Dick Weber is one of the best to ever do it, one of the best to ever roll the ball down the lanes. That's unbelievable. Yeah. The yeah. legend of Pete Weber. So once he brought that up, we had to just do this for everybody. For those of you who haven't heard, this is Pete Weber. Not the greatest bowler. Apparently that was his dad, but maybe the second greatest <laughs> bowler of all time. His famous clip from... I want to say it's got to be 2011. It's it's 2011 or earlier. I'm looking at Jimmy Johnson on, and Kevin Harvick on the NASCAR ticker right now. I mean, they're still around, aren't they? Yeah. Both of them. Or did Jimmy retire? Yeah, I might Jimmy not might be have the retired. One to ask. All right, here we go. We got the clip coming for you right now. Man, I will never forget where I was when I heard that Spanish he, class. I was, I was, I a was. A couple of guys, freshman, <laughs> freshman year of high school. Yeah. Oh my god. A couple of guys watching it. Yeah. He, you know? I, I mean, I was, I think I was getting yeah ready for school. I was eating breakfast. And Dude, I, saw I, the clip I was on the E period Spanish class. Yeah. Some people will know what that means. Some people won't. I know. Maybe yeah. Some of our listeners really should know. Actually, yeah. shouldn't they? Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Hell of a guy. I don't Great know. clip, legendary is clip. He a good guy. I don't, by that, it seems like he might not be. Hell of a bowler. Yeah. A hell of a bowler. I misspoke. Yeah. Hell of a bowler. Okay, I agree. I agree. You too, Dan. Where do you want to start, man? Where do you want to start? There's a lot. You know what? Let's just go over some things we missed briefly. Okay. It was November, so we missed the NFL playoffs. We missed the atrocity, the train wreck that was Cody Parkey. But, you know, my yeah. Bears fans out there, you know. Worked out by I the hate Vikings. To bring it, I hate to, yeah, what a joke. I hate I to bring it back up, but I never got to talk about it. I just want to say that it's nobody's fault but their own. He was terrible. Yeah. He was terrible before this. He shouldn't have been on the team. So, you know, this, this is a good lesson, though, because you got to cut the weak links out. That's just how it is. Yeah. In, in pro sports, in business and everything, cut the weak links out. Forest fires. Yeah. 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 I've been hearing a lot about forest fires lately. Don't want to get into why, but you know you got to burn out. They're naturally occurring, right? So well, you got to you got to burn out all well, the. There's yeah, there's like those forest fires then, are supposed to happen, just yeah, not at the scale they're there's happening. Those but, and there's like um, prescribed burnings. Like you have yeah, to actually burn. Like yeah, know, farmers got to yeah, they got to burn. Yeah, otherwise you can you can break out. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I uh, 
I was obviously very happy with the end of the NFL season, um, both because my prediction about the Vikings came true, came yeah, to fruition. Yeah, really did. Um, shout out to that hot take. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I've had was, a lot of I egregious. That. I'll yeah. never forget where I was when I was uh, hearing that statement on the and you were like, on the train track ready man? to hop on the brown line. He said those words, and I was like, he's out of his mind. Yep. But yep. you know what? You weren't. I wasn't. You I weren't. wasn't. Um, and then, you know, Patriots W, I appreciated. Um, once again, done with a mediocre receiving core. Obviously, Edelman had a great Super Bowl. Um, cheers yeah. to Gronk. Great career. Nine-year career. Faster than uh, many of us would have hoped, but I guess... He got beat up. He really did. And he, I would I would have retired if I were him. I oh, mean, he really probably should have retired a year or two ago. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I agree. I will say one of my worst takes I was going to bring up was uh, I did predict Melo was going to be the sixth man of the year. You so, did? That was... That man, was... The man's not even in the league. Is he even on this continent? Who knows? I mean, he's probably still here. He's probably watching his buddies play now. Yeah. Seeing his friends have fun while he's just sitting at home. Hey, my uh, my Super Bowl prediction almost came true. The Rams? One half correct. It was Rams-Chargers. Uh, Chargers, Chargers thought, was a good call. I thought they were going to really do it. And then, like, I don't know what they need. They need, well, Hunter Hunter Henry, I don't think he played. Yeah, well, um, Stephen A. Yeah. yeah. Bad. They, they, uh, you, you know that they were looking at, uh, they, they were, like, looking at Kyler Murray like that was a possibility for them. Are you serious? Yeah, but then I think they said they loved him. But you know what? It might have been mind games because they wanted Josh Rosen. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, saying, yeah, oh, yeah. we love Kyler Murray. Yeah. And they get the Cardinals to draft Kyler Murray and trade them Josh Rosen. Yeah. Who I think it's – I don't even – I think he's going to be good. I still – I don't know. He, he, had a, he had a terrible circumstance. Yeah. And just for them to give up on him like that, I think it's almost like a waste to have two quarterbacks – well, I mean, he they they're gonna have to trade him if they go for Kyler and well, swallow the, the loss. Is, but then that means some some NFL teams gonna well, get a real is, they don't nice even value. Need to, they don't even need to trade. Well, not you that, can't that, have not both that they don't of them. Need to, you can't explode. have both. A lot might of them. Impl- might impl- I don't know. Well, a lot of a lot of people are saying that they're just gonna like keep them both and have them battle for the job. Which I mean, I see the benefits to that, but like, yeah, I don't. I just feel like, dude, just draft Nick Bosa. Like you know, you need the help. Get the value. Like, just, just develop Josh Rosen and draft Nick Bosa. But you know, hey, I'm what not do we GM, know? You know, Baker Mayfield. I mean, great pick. Yeah. They had it. I mean, you just don't know what the rookie quarterbacks. I, I don't. Didn't, I didn't believe in him. Yeah, I, I didn't know enough about him to be honest. I don't watch enough college football to really say whether Kyler Murray is going to be a sure thing or not. Obviously, the size um, is concerning, and the way he plays is concerning. I mean, I was just reading about RG3, how he uh, thought that he had a chance to be a starter in Miami or uh, Jacksonville, but after Nick Foles went to Jacksonville and then he really took a good look at Miami, he thought his best opportunity was still to be in Baltimore behind Lamar Jackson. Oh, my goodness. No way go to Miami. That's a dumpster fire of an organization right now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Because Fitzpatrick is is the new quarterback in Miami, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be throwing forty touchdowns, forty picks, or you know, four and zero starts the season. Maybe yeah. they'll beat the Patriots. There'll be some <laughs> wild stuff said about the Patriots dynasty being over, and then you know, I don't know, man. They're one. I don't know about them, man. But the again, everybody says that every year. I don't know if they can keep doing this. I really don't. I don't know. I think this might be the year where, like, man. It's time, Tom. It's time. They need to make a move for a playmaker. Whether that be in the draft, signing they somebody. Need to make a, they need to make a move on Josh Rosen. Yeah, that's that what everyone's be, saying. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, if they he's available. It. I can't believe they gave away Jimmy Garoppolo like that. But I know, I know. Really, if if I'm a GM there, I think I'm choosing Jimmy G over Tom Brady just based on the fact that Jimmy G is not 40. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what they want to Even, do. They lost and, Cody But then Kraft... You know, I mean, is that is that what this, is that true though? Yeah, that it's like, totally true. Craft yeah, has it, that been like? No, you know, it hasn't been verified. They're never going to verify it. I no, mean, yeah, you're right. It's craft. The dude was just in a <laughs> massage parlor dude, doing what he's he does doing. Not, if he does not get like, he's not going to get in trouble. It's garbage. If the video comes out, his he's it doesn't done. matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's bro. all about the video. The, dude, the court know, case. I know, means but what I'm saying is, let's say this was like, um, I don't know, Antonio Brown. Yeah, had gotten in trouble for like soliciting prostitution or whatever it was exactly. You okay. telling me this man's not getting at least four games? I mean, you're you're not wrong. I, so I, why don't you hold not, the, the the owners to the same, the same standards, standards of players? Because, we don't know. 
We don't know because they have all the money. Which they, is they make, complete garbage. They give the commissioner's job, so it's like they're the it's, board of directors. Yeah, but the, you can't you can't be tossing down, um, you know, punishments on people for doing things, and you go and do the same thing, and you right away scot free because you have more money in your pocket. That's like that's terrible. That's garbage. That's America. Yeah. Well, that's another <laughs> podcast for another day. I know. I was just I was just having a conversation about the amount a number of billionaires who have gotten away with just egregious awful things, but you know. Well, they can pay for the best lawyers. Like, of, yeah, know. I mean, you suppress evidence. You can but do. But that's you can. Anything. I mean, it's almost it's like, like the, it's almost like, you know, like let's say like baseball players. The baseball players that can play, they can pay for the better trainers and the better yeah. this and that. Or the the colleges they can pay for the better facilities. They have a better chance of winning championships. Yeah. You know? But you know, it's like we were just learning about OJ in a class, and it was like OJ. He was the only black man who could literally pay to defend himself mm. in L.A. at the time. Wow. And actually, I never thought about it like that. You know, yeah. Rodney King didn't have any money. I know. No, it was, and it's actually a great class. And we went through the whole documentary series. But uh, yeah, I heard yeah. that. I haven't seen it, but I heard that that documentary series is fantastic. It's phenomenal. There's some really I funny characters they, in there. By I the way, I think they won. You would have been dying. Some of these I guys. I think they won an Oscar for that. Yeah, Speaking no, it's fantastic. Oscars, complete train wreck this year. Garbage. Won't get into it. Hated every part of it. Yeah. But um Yeah, we had some bad reactions to the Oscars. Yeah, Oscars yeah, from yeah. former guest Colin Moriarty as oh, well as just hated it. I hated it. Yeah. There's some other people that hated it. <laughs> A lot of hate. But uh let me just say the White Sox. Okay, we'll we'll put it in the MLB. <laughs> we'll go we'll to the just, AL Central and we'll just talk about well, the future well, before, of the American League, which happens to be right here in Minneapolis. Oh, <laughs> Well, before I get into that, I I just want to say I would never give somebody the only person in the MLB that deserves a contract of the stature that that Bryce Harper and uh, Manny Machado got is Mike Trout. Yeah. You know, because I just don't think that there's really not enough players just in the history of baseball that have warranted to have contracts be like 10 years plus. I think one of the only guys... And I was looking this up. One of the only guys that really warranted one, I don't know exactly what how long his contract was, but Miguel Cabrera. If mm-hmm. you look at him, he's been the only guy that's been good. Throughout like the entirety. Consistently good for like more than 10 years. He's been in the been in the league 16 years, and dude, his career batting average is 316, which is crazy. In year 10, he was batting 348. That's unbelievable. In year 10. How young in, did he come in, though? In year uh, 20. Okay. He's 36 now. In year 15, he was batting 299. Jeez. With, 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 he only had three home runs, but he's old now. But, like, dude, you're, you're 35 batting 299? Yeah. Dude, like, come on, man. Okay, I wanted to talk about, well, think about, so Machado, obviously terrible contract. Bryce, terrible contract. Yeah, we agree that Trout deserved to get paid. Could He's be a good contract. Because, dude, he could end up being the best player of all time. Agreed. Just like the Twins catcher, but that's a conversation <laughs> for another day. But think about think about Josh Hamilton. Think about Albert Pujols. Think about Alex Rodriguez. Uh, were those guys but were they consistent? Big contracts. No, no, oh, terrible. Ter- like Robinson Cano. Robinson Cano, terrible contract. Who else were we missing here? There's a lot. Cano, Hamilton, Rodriguez. I think Cano got a ten year when he was like, he was like, old. he wasn't that good. He was old. Well, he was not. He, he was, was okay. He was, he was good, a good everyday good. second baseman. What he are you gonna do? Go pay Brian Dozier, <laughs> but a couple hundred million dollars to play second on, base, dude. You know, I, I liked Robinson Cano. I did too. He was one of my favorite players. Yeah, I mean, he's a sweet, beautiful swing. I, I'm, people love Robinson Cano swing. Um, Hold on, I, I want to look at this because I think Robinson Cano actually, oh, yeah, 2018. Oh, well, you know what? Did he get traded? No, he's well, not. Was he's 2018 not. the year that he got in trouble for the the performance enhancing drugs? Yeah, because he was bad yep. at 374. Yep, that's but, 2018. Or no, last year, right? Yeah, you know what? Now that I'm looking at it, Robinson Cano, decent. Robinson Cano is pretty good, actually. Yeah, but is he well, worth the money that I they're paying? I think you can put Robinson Cano. You can't put him in the in a class with that. You can almost put him over there with. Almost, you can put him with Miguel Cabrera because I'm looking at this. I mean, been in the league 14 years. In league in year 10, he was batting 287, which is good. Mariners lose him. They're seven and one this season, so. Yeah, but that I mean that's it's it's April, 
But year ten, year ten, batting two eighty seven, with um, seventy nine RBIs, twenty one home runs. That's decent. Yep. That's decent. He's not. I wouldn't put him. Even though he got, I think he got his ten year when he was thirty one, which is insane. That's ter- That's a, that's terrible. But like, I know. Since he got that contract, he batted three fourteen, two eighty seven. 298, 280, and then he did performance-enhancing drugs or got caught oh, for doing performance-enhancing drugs. Okay, yeah. That's, so, that's like, fair. you know, he could be, you know. But let's see what his... his um. Well, no, what when, do you think well, What do you think about the AL Central? I think that it's a, it's a horrible division. You don't think... I think the Twins, obviously... I think anybody in that division has a chance because nobody's really that good. I mean, I don't the think Indians, the war. I don't think the Royals have a chance. The Indians. Are, the Indians definitely have a chance. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't. I'm not going to sit here and say that the White Sox are about to win the AL Central, but like. I'd say four out of the five teams have it. Uh, Detroit, I don't know, but. I think no. Well, I mean, they got they got uh, Harrison second baseman, but um, no, I, I agree with you. I think that everybody has a shot. Except for Kansas. But I think you have to win that because you're not winning the. You're not getting a wild card spot. Yeah, that's true. East is going to eat all of those up. I mean, right now, Red Sox, Yankees off to awful starts, but yeah, but it's it's April. You know? I know it's so hard to look at MLB standings right now. It almost is irrelevant. Yeah, it's, it's it's almost almost like kind of irrelevant to talk about it. Yeah. Even though I do want to say, it's it's encouraging as a White Sox fan to see uh, Yoan Moncada actually like playing well. You know, yeah. I know it's April. It's only been like four or five games, but. I'd rather see him bat four fifty than bat one ninety. You know oh yeah, what I'm so no, he's you, batting four fifty now. It's kind of like Buxton. Yeah, he's got we're two happy home to runs. see Buxton perform. But just, I just hope that he can carry this out throughout the season. You know, um, they don't really have much pitching. No, I agree. Uh, I think uh, Carlos Rodon looked decent last night, but um, jeez. They need they need a lot of help in that. Mm-hmm. That's why they need to bring up some of the guys that got like uh, Daniel Cease or. Yeah, well, we have Aust- Ostadio, uh, greatest about, hitter in MLB, MLB history, currently. <laughs> so I don't know, five nine, buck eighty five. He's hitting six sixty seven like this year. I thought he was bigger. Tell him he's one eighty five. Twenty seven year old uh, Venezuelan. I'm excited about this guy. I'm excited about these twins. They got hitters. If their pitching holds up, they should have a good shot at this division. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, I agree. Let's steer away from MLB because we don't know what the heck's going on yet. I mean, the Red Sox are, what, 1-4, one, 2-4. One so, yeah. who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But I would like to touch on, um, well, I guess, what do you think about the Western Conference playoffs right now? So, we've got our eight teams. Hasn't sh- hasn't shook out yet, so we don't know who the one the one seed's going to be. Golden State, we can pretty much say. Um, I hope that they are the one seed for the sake of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, I mean, but the Thunder are the seven right now. You got San Antonio at eight. I mean, there's let me look. It's so we really, got we got two games separating six through eight, and there's four or five games less in the, left in the season. It's, um, it's really crazy to think that OKC is eight right now or seven right now, because dude. You know that they're better than the Clippers and the Jazz. And so you could say they're better than the Trailblazers. So it's think about so this. Strange think about this. All, this always happens to them. First matchup right now in the West is Golden State San Antonio. So we it's got the Golden sweet. State moving on, right? Sweet. Okay, Golden State moving on. All right. But then it's Denver OKC. Dude, it, it really OKC. OKC Maybe. should take this. I don't know. I want them to take this because I feel if like Paul just their, just just their um, experience alone. Yeah. Because when you look at Denver, who is uh, Millsap's been in the playoffs? Yeah, Millsap, uh, Murray hasn't, Gary hasn't. Isn't Gary Isaiah Harris, Thomas off the bench? It has, but he's been awful. Monty Monty Morris hasn't. Um, they got a night. Nice, a lot I of their bench is so deep. Hernan yeah. Gomez, uh, yeah. who's the guy who had a couple thirty or forty point games off the bench for them? He's a wing. Will Barton? No, Will Barton no, starts. No, no, no. Let me pull this guy. Ah, oh, man, he's really. They just have a lot of wings. They're just deep. So that, but honestly, depth does not always matter Malik in the playoffs, Beasley? unless people are injured. Oh, you're t- Malik, you're about Trey Lyles? Malik Beasley, that's yeah, a, that's man, our guy. They are deep. They got Mason Plumley and Trey Lyles. Their third, this is wrong, but on their depth chart, they literally have on their third string Isaiah Thomas, Gary Harris, Barton, and then some other guys. Michael Porter Jr. is back there. He won't He's play this playing. year. And that's what's really scary about the Denver Nuggets is next that year. If 
if Michael Porter Jr. pans out without any further injuries, you know, or serious injuries, they will have they the got, piece. They got the guy that was supposed to be one at fourteen. Yeah, that's gonna be like that's gonna be one of the best draft picks. It'll be Embiid like. It, dude, it'll be better than this Embiid. Is bold. I guess. I don't want to say that it'll be Giannis like because I feel like Giannis didn't really have any acclaim coming in. Michael no. Porter Jr. had all the acclaim, but it, it'll it would be and be like or Simmons like or something like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I think that Oklahoma can win that definitely. I don't know how much. How much do you think the elevation is going to affect? How I, much does that do? They, it's hard to tell. So they the, are thirty-two and seven at home. The Wolves. The Jazz are the Jazz are tw- the the Jazz are twenty-seven and twelve at home. So they have like I mean I guess every team should have an overwhelmingly winning record. If it was Nuggets home. Thunder at this point, based on health, I would take the Nuggets. I would. Um, Thunder are banged up. I don't know. Stephen Adams think, a little banged up. Paul George is not Paul George right now. I think I would still take the Oklahoma City Thunder just based no, on would. the fact, just based on the fact that I mean strangely, even though they're like a successful team with successful players, I think they're super hungry, especially after that embarrassing loss against the Jazz last year. And they got some killers on this team, man. Yeah. Like, these aren't like normal players. You know, they got that killer mentality. Westbrook, probably one of the, the most deadliest killers in the game. Steven Adams, he don't play around. Westbrook's not a killer. What? Westbrook this is thing? not a He's a regular season killer. He's not a killer in the playoffs. Bro, man, he's out of the first on, round. Without regular, Durant. Wait, He'll on, never get out of the first round without Durant. You just said he's a regular season killer. A killer is a killer. No, he's not a postseason killer. killer. You're killer. There's a difference. There's, There's a difference. But it's like playoff it, LeBron. There's a difference. If you're a killer, you're a killer. I hate that he said playoff LeBron, or that's a thing. But if you're a killer, you're a killer. He's not a killer then. He Overall. is a killer. No, 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 no. All the time. No. Well, the thing is. End of the game, don't not want the ball in his hands. He's a killer. His teams usually aren't, don't have any killers on them. That's because everyone hates hasn't playing developed. with him. Who, uh, who hates playing with him? I guess Name Durant one person besides them. Kevin Durant. Everybody Durant loves with him. I know, I know. You're right. You You're think right. that Paul George would pass up the palm trees, sunshine, and beaches of Los Angeles to stay in Oklahoma City if he didn't like playing with Russell Westbrook? No, it's because, you know what's even worse than playing with Russell Westbrook? What? Playing with LeBron James in L.A. I, I, Imagine well, going into listen. I've heard this argument, and this is so true. It's you go to L.A. You're Paul George. Anything goes wrong. LeBron yeah, but, is fantastic. Is, you're the you're the you're the scapegoat. You're screwed. Yeah, Everyone's no, mad at you. I, it's I, like I Kevin Love. It's Bosh. Everyone says it's terrible. You. But what I'm saying is that doesn't automatically just that doesn't mean that that Russell Westbrook is bad just because like LeBron is also bad. Maybe he actually just liked to play with Russell Westbrook. You, you, like, I would really think that Russell Westbrook would be a great teammate. I don't know, man. Dude, he, he wouldn't like, Okay, he'd probably be fun to have on your team. Except for I, he over-dribbles. I don't know. I don't know. You would see. I don't love how Russell Westbrook plays basketball. I, I do that, love when he has a distributing mindset he would be fun to play with. But when he goes crazy like he did in Game 5 last year and just goes completely insane. Well, he had to. I know he had to. He had I, to. I get That's it. the I killer mentality. Sometimes when you're a killer, you got to yeah, go insane. But he's not Kobe. He's not Jordan. He's not LeBron. He's not Durant. He's Russell Westbrook. Okay, but he fires I'm, up dude, bricks. I just think that let's just let's start, talk about this guy. We have to start putting. We're pulling we this have up. to start respecting Russell Westbrook. I, I don't think so, I, dude. He is doing he, things that no one will probably ever do again. Oh, people will I'm, do it I, again. It doesn't matter if he shoot, goes like, for triple doubles. Dude, These don't who, just happen naturally. Even come close to doing this. Three years of having LeBron. a triple. He hasn't done it yet. Okay, he, he that's because he's like, this is a stupid thing for me to spend my energy, expend energy on during the regular season because this does but, not matter. But what I'm saying is he's 30. You, you don't you don't think that it matters, but this is something that is so hard to do that nobody's nobody's done it. God. You have to like we have to respect this. You might he, not know you, you might not like how he's going about doing it, but this is something so very rare that we have to stop. I don't think it's we, that rare. Dude, what, what Michael what, Carter Williams was getting triple doubles as a rookie. This is these are this not, the, not these I'm, are not the same things. These are not at all the same things. Michael, I'm just saying. Dude, hold on, you, I'm not gonna let that go. <laughs> I'm not gonna let that go. Michael, oh, Carter, man. no, hold on. Michael Carter Williams getting a couple of triple doubles versus Russell Westbrook averaging a triple double for three years in a row and getting 20, 20, 20. Those are two very different things. Michael Carter Williams won't even sniff the Hall of Fame. Russell Westbrook was in the Hall of Fame two years ago. You think so, dude? 
oh my goodness, if I if they, if they put me on the Bulls right now and I was a triple double for a whole season, I'm going to the Hall of Fame. All right, can you if hear I never me out. if hear I never out. played again? Hear me out. So this season, Russell Westbrook has 31 triple doubles. Next closest, Jokic, 12. Ben Simmons, 10. LeBron, 8. Which that's is, insanity, bro. Doncic, that's crazy. 7. He's a rookie. That's I mean, he's 19. He's getting seven triple doubles. You said 31. Then 12. I that that's that insane. tells me that tells me that nobody he goes else can for do these. it. That tells me that, that tells this me is that like what else. he likes to do. This is like peak Russell we Westbrook. Dude, he doesn't care. He just wants his triple doubles. Why are we punishing him for being good? What he does this care. This is punishing. Winning. You're 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 holding it against him that he got a triple double. Work is, on your shooting. <laughs> take better shots. Take less stupid shots. I I love the assists. Obviously, the rebounds are great. Whatever, but what I. It seems like a lot of focus right, for him is on the statistics as opposed to getting better at things that he needs to improve on. When you're shooting 28.6% from three and 42.6% from the field, that's below your career averages. Uh, you're averaging two more minutes but a game than you do in previous to, you, years. You also, Why? You also have to take into account that he's attracting a lot of attention. Yeah. I know he's, tr- he's attracting... I don't know. Who, who do you think would get the number one defender on a... Like, let's say... Um, Who's guarding? Who's guarding Russell Westbrook on a night-to-night basis? Like, uh, say they say they play the Warriors. Is Clay Thompson guarding Russell Westbrook? Um, I bet Clay's on. I don't know. We gotta. I mean, I think you would. I think you would have to put Draymond on Paul George and then. Put no, Clay. Draymond does not go Paul George. No way. Then who, it's gotta you, be Durant. It, I bet it's Durant no, it's on Paul George. It's probably Durant on Paul George and Clay Thompson. But on what Russ, I'm saying yeah. is, Russell Westbrook is he's. Garnering all this attention, he always has the ball in his hands. Yeah. He's going to take some bad shots. That's just who Russell Westbrook is. But he's also going to set up his teammates. Okay. Very well. And it's just that this is such a – this is a phenomenon. I don't think any of us will see again. It's just not going to happen. I think we're going to see it again. I'm really not that worried about it. I don't think that – I just think that we need to – it's one of those things that right now we're seeing it and we don't understand how incredible it is. It's not that exciting. It's not that... I mean, it's the thing you watch it, you watch it, and you're like, oh, he's affecting the game a little bit. No, hold on. That's the thing that's so incredible about it, is that he's made triple doubles not exciting. He's made them a norm. And that alone is fantastic. I don't think so. It's fine. Because, all right, let me give you another example. He's got a better motor than almost anyone in the NBA. Let me give you another example of what it's kind of like. That doesn't matter. I'm not going to use specific names. But if certain people do certain crazy things in certain positions that have never had crazy things done in them before, and they continue to do them, then they become normal. And we're not, we're not really <laughs> we're understanding how crazy these things are. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it's the same thing that's happening in politics that's happening with Russell Westbrook, but it's positive this time. You know what I'm saying? Like I get what you're that, saying. That is, I get it. I get that it, things it, become or, normal or after that. You see him for three straight years, as this literally couldn't line up better. Like, it's honestly, but, LeBron has wow. done the same thing. LeBron is amazing. His numbers are amazing because he knows how to but get the numbers, really just like Russ does. No, you're not listening. To what Play I'm more saying. like Jimmy Butler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're not listening. To what I'm saying. These people are so good that they make good normal. I I get and it. We have to stop and look at this and realize. This is this what's happening is amazing. Okay. Okay. I'm a Russell Westbrook. I disagree. Fan. I'm not he's shooting forty two percent from the field. Russell's okay. okay. He's fine. They're probably gonna lose in the first round again, and then it'll be thirty one next year. And then slowly his athleticism won't allow him to do this anymore, and then he still won't his be able to do that. His athleticism is stopping him from passing the ball. No, 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 no. His athleticism, when he slows down a little bit, he's gonna be less effective as get, at getting these triple doubles. He's gonna have think, to pivot think, somewhere else. No, I think as he gets older, he'll his become, assist numbers might go up, but no, his rebounding's not going to be there. I think, I think, when he gets older, he'll actually probably become better because he can't fly up and down the court and jump around. So he's going to have to be forced to work on a shot, like See? Michael Jordan. Okay. Michael Jordan couldn't shoot. Yeah, I know. I LeBron couldn't shoot. LeBron always a, had some semblance of a jump shot, and I believed in it way more. It's a than little I bit different. I think I would, I would, I would, um, compare. Westbrook and Michael Jordan, not LeBron. I, I want to take that back because Michael Jordan used to be, dude, when he was young, like like 86, 87 and all that, he'd drop 60, be dunking all over people, but they'd lose. Yeah. And then when he finally learned, he got a little bit older. I mean, he could still slam on your head like it was nobody's business, but he was a little bit less athletic. He started hitting his shot. And that's Developed what I think it. is going to end up happening 
to Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Dude, when he's like, when he's, dude, he I might, be, so. he might I mean, be the best version of himself when he's 32. You, you might be right once he time, finally figures out it's time to figure that out. But I just, personally, I don't care that much about the triple-double. It's great. He has the best motor. I appreciate how hard he plays. He makes it super mm. fun for fans every night. He's a great ticket. You get, like To go see Russell Westbrook is a great time because you know he's going to go hard. I'm going to go see him this Sunday, actually, 2.30 p.m. Yeah, why don't you Target say that? Center, so why, don't you, why don't you say the triple double's not uh, that impressive to his face? I'm gonna be yelling it all night, <laughs> all night, baby. Um, however, who do you have come out of this Western Conference then? Just out of curiosity, are you, are you taking the Warriors or no? It pains me. I don't even think that it would be smart to take anyone else. Not before Houston. There, before that, no. Not Houston. Who's the other option then? Houston or Denver? Really, Denver would be if if Denver had the one, and the Warriors had to go into Denver and play. Denver They'd would have be a shot. very scary. Because yeah. I'm telling you, man, that elevate that ever that elevation is no joke, bro. Yeah, yeah. But um, and their team, like we were saying, it's so deep. They're so they're so um, well rounded with the shooting and the the passing. You got the big man. The guards, but the I think their, their only yeah. issue is, I mean, I guess Jokic is a star, but can Jokic like take over a game when they need him to? No, maybe. I mean, I've seen him do good things in the fourth quarter. He's got a game winner. No, he's probably got two game winners this season, maybe three. I've seen two, that three and then that hook shot. But I just think that the Warriors have like three, four guys that can take over the game if they need him to, and you would have no chance of stopping that. I was very um, – the only concern I have with – Obviously, I'm going to take the Warriors out of here as well. The only concern I have with Golden State is the fact that when I was at the Wolves game on uh, Friday night last week, they played the Warriors at home, and we took them down, and, you know, whatever is good win for the what Wolves. What month of the season was this? This is March. Okay. Late March. So, like, not late a big March, deal. Late March against who? The Warriors. No, and who, the, who are the Warriors playing? The Wolves. Exactly. No, bro. no, you can I just throw that out of the window, bro. Oh it's no, a, no, 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 no! I don't care about the Wolves win. What I'm saying is, watching Draymond and Boogie yell at refs and just just the over emotion that is coming out on that team is concerning in a playoff I series. Think, I think that's I think good. Draymond and 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 Demarcus could tank them. Like I, I have I a photo on my phone of them two on either side of a ref of the ref. I don't think I just think that I don't think what's what's bad about that. They slow down the game, man. Like every time that they so Warriors, everyone loves the Warrior Ball, the third quarter kit like when they just kill people in the third quarter and they're just flying around the court hitting threes, getting steals and dunks. Fantastic, awesome basketball, great to watch. Draymond can be a part of that. I don't think DeMarcus can always be a part of that. Why he not? really slows him down. They look for him in the post. If he's not hitting, he wasn't hitting that night. He was hitting the other night against Denver and kicking their kicking Jokic's butt. But against us, he was I think it was like four for fifteen. He fouled out. He was bitching the whole game. I don't know. That really hurts That's, them. Dude. That caused them the loss. They should have. Sm- okay, it doesn't matter. It was a late March game. But without DeMarcus in that game, in my opinion, they still they smoke us or they yeah, beat us but in the fourth I just quarter. Think that, I just think that. I don't know, dude. I just think that's one regular season game, and it's just so much different than a playoff situation. If I'm any team on the offensive side of the ball, I would hate to see DeMarcus Cousins because it gives it gives the Warriors a post presence. I know that's not necessarily their game. I was happy when he got the ball again, so that's why but, I was concerned. Yeah, but my thing is, I know that's not the Warriors game, but you're giving you're giving a team another option just in case their first option isn't working on that off chance that their first option isn't working and that happens to the Warriors sometimes and that's where they get in trouble when they can't hit their shots I'm talking like when they can't hit their jump shots now you have a safety blanket of prior to his yeah but prior to his one one in the playoffs is not enough when you're when we're talking about second and third round one guy is not enough they have Curry then someone's gonna hit what what I'm saying that's not always the case. Well, then you're done. And the done. thing is, the thing is, even if one or two of those guys are hitting in the playoffs, you need more than one or two guys hitting. But what I'm saying is, this gives them uh, a, a safety blanket of a guy before his injury. I really strongly think he was the best offensive center in the league. Nobody. Oh, could, he was. He, he totally could, was. Like, I mean, of course, Jokic could pass better than him, but he could score better than Jokic and, and pass I, better than everybody else. Then Embiid and Jokic came up. His, his, he could shoot better than all the other guys too. He's. I am a big fan of DeMarcus Cousins, and I hope he gets paid. 
It's funny because I'm not a big fan. He's going to end up with the Lakers. I think we know uh, that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think he he's going to have his choice. He should go to the Lakers. They need a big. It's do. already decided. They have no bigs. They should have Boogie. They should have LeBron. And I, then they should try and get, I don't know, what are you going to get, Kemba? <laughs> I, well, my thing is, I think that people are overreacting about the Lakers. I think the Lakers will be fine. They're I not going to be fine. They don't have a coach. They're going to fire their coach. The, the Palinka Magic you, thing is well, awful. I, I agree with you. I think Palinka and Magic, very, they have struggled. Yeah. They have struggled, but the one thing that I think they did so terribly but also so well at the same time or like are those contracts that were just one year. I think it was they terrible. They signed the wrong guys. They signed the they wrong guys, but it was just the one year and so they have so much money. But I, I'm saying if you they if hedged. They, if you if you just use free agency to make that team better, just sign let's say they sign um DeMarcus Cousins like you said, and then they sign let's say Jimmy Butler. Let's say that's what they do. I think that team is that team is still a top three. Oh no! That team is still top three because you still have Kuzma, Ingram, and let's Lord, let's just hope that Lonzo Ball stays healthy. And yeah, that's I a, mean that's a deep, that team is you're smoking people. Oh, you, because you, you still have the best player in the game, and then you have bro. First of all, the 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 will and the attitude on that team is going to be insane, which could you know hurt them in some instances. But I think that the will and attitude and the hunger on that team will be like fuel, like rocket fuel. What you just said. I think is best case scenario for them. And I hadn't even thought about that. But if they got DeMarcus Cousins at the four or at the five, LeBron at the four, Kuz at the three, and then... Oh, switch that. Or sorry, Kuz no. at the four, LeBron at the three. Well, Jimmy no, at the two. Jimmy at the two, and, and then... you got Lonzo and... Lonzo and Rondo I don't, I don't, I at the Lonzo one. I think Lonzo still has... Lonzo's going to be fine. I agree. And I think Rondo should stay. If they yeah. got Jimmy and Dude, DeMarcus... That is a very good team. That and, team and then is, they still have a bench because then they'd have Ingram off the bench and yeah. then I could get some more pieces out there. That would be nice. But Or or they could... Send, and you'd have some hungry, yeah. hungry guys with well, Jimmy and then And then you have, you have two winners because, we, well, we think that DeMarcus is going to win this year. You know, yeah. We'll talk about the East in a little bit. But that's a yeah. lot of hunger and that's a lot of... That's, that's a lot of fire. The issue that I have is maybe the defense because I don't I mean I feel like LeBron can play defense when he wants to DeMarcus we know is a liability uh Jimmy can play especially when he's not the first option Lonzo's solid but yeah. Kuzma I, eh, I don't know how well you want Kuzma Kuzma's kind of I feel like maxed out but he uh but I feel like if you he's get, an, he might be the nice bench piece to be honest yeah he might be the sixth man. He re- that that could be his spot. He could be uh And then you scoring. can say you sign like you got a little bit of money left. You can sign Bogdanovich. Yeah. Yeah, Bogdanovich come off the bench with some shot with some shooting cuz you know they need that. Mm-hmm. But also that lineup can't shoot. Their best three point shooters. And they still have Josh Hart. Yeah, Josh Hart. But or they could, you know, do a thing where they Make try to trade moves. a couple of those guys, get Bradley Bill, and that would be That's exactly. That's the yeah. exact guy they need cuz that's shooting. That's defense. That's penetration. That's yeah. A relative youth. What's he? Twenty six. And you don't have to deal with Jimmy Butler attitude then. Yeah, but, but I think I think on in the right scenario, Jimmy Butler's attitude is fine. Be used for like good. Yeah. I think he I think he means well. Yeah. Like so many of us in this world, he means well. But he he's, he just loves himself. A I lot. mean, which isn't well, a bad thing. I'm think, not saying it's a bad thing, but he I like loves. If you, if you come from where he comes from. You can love yourself. If yeah. you have taken the path that he's taken from, you know, being homeless, going to junior college, going to Marquette, getting drafted in the second round, barely playing, being only a defensive person, to being one of the top fifteen players in the game, I, I would love myself all day long. Oh, I no, I. There's nothing wrong with it, really. I mean, he works harder just, than or dude, just as hard as everyone in the he, room. Dude, he may be one of the hard, if not the hardest working person in the NBA, to come from the skill set that you came in the league with, that you barely came in the league with, to be the person you are now. Yeah. The way that he transformed his shot, his body, his everything. That man is, I have nothing but respect for him. Nothing. I but like respect. him. I miss him. We really miss him here in Minnesota. We do. Yeah. Thought it was going to be you, a long... What are you thinking about the Wolves? What do they got going? You know, while we're in the West, we'll talk about the Wolves, then we'll pivot over to the East here soon, but... Um, talk to a lot of people, you know, thinking about what can the Wolves do. So essentially, Cat's extension starts next year. So every move that we make has to be towards the end of his contract and being competitive at the end of his contract and being a really good team. Whether that be 
keeping Wiggins and waiting till all of our crappy contracts expire or trying to deal Wiggins with a first-round pick. However that happens, I want to see them get Kobe White in this draft to fill out that point guard position, get Teague out of there. Probably going to have to let D. Rose go. I think we're going to have to lose again next year for sure, or at least be kind of a mediocre uh, Ah, fringe lottery team. Dude, I think... I don't know what we do unless we get Bogdanovich we've talked about. Oh, yeah, I think that would be... I think We obviously need shooting. I really think Bogdanovich is a free agent that every team should be clamoring for. Yeah. That's why I'm concerned, though. I think somebody's going to overpay him, and then we're just going to have no shot. Yeah. Which I I don't want to overpay for another guy. I think the Wolves are in a particularly precarious situation. There's no move. Because they're not, like, at the bottom of the West, and they don't really have a chance at the playoffs, like, for the next couple of years, because it's just the, the team is just built in not the greatest fashion. Because you have... This you awful have Carl blend. Anthony. Yeah, it's awful a terrible blend. blend of guys. And people that aren't playing up to their potential, you really honestly need to give kind of Bates Diop you know, a little bit more time. That's what I would think. This is These are but, the pillars of the Wolves, in my opinion. The draft pick this year, hopefully Kobe White. Josh Okogie, Kata Bates Diop, Carl Anthony Towns. There's four of them. I really like what I see out of Bates Diop. I like what I've seen out of Kogi. I think he's going to have a really good offseason. I think he's yeah. going to come back real nice. Yeah, I think and I think so Kobe too. White would be a very nice piece for us. Yeah, Besides how that, much, dude, how much is, fire sale. How much is Jeff T getting? Like nineteen? He has an like, option next year for he's nineteen. A player million. option. You better believe he's taking that nineteen million dollar option. I oh yeah. Oh yeah. Man. So essentially, we'll hopefully be able to trade him because he's an expiring. It's a lot of money, but I'm hoping that we can get rid of him just because it's expiring, at least during the season. Yeah, um, but to to. But who would take him? Like, I mean, he's. I'm not. I'm not. Is saying he a that, buyout candidate? I'm not. I don't even. Can you buy that I don't out? Even I, know. Yeah. But I'm not saying that. Like, saying that. Like, who would take him? That Jeff Teague's garbage. It said, who would take him? Like, what contending team? Well, a team after free agency kind of fizzles out, and who needs a point guard? And who's like, oh, we have we have cap space. We can pay well, this man. You know what I just thought of? Let's say the lottery, the the ping pong balls fall in a way that the Suns don't get two. And let's say like the Bulls get to him, the Bulls take John Morant. Okay. And the Suns take RJ Barrett. I feel like they could be they could be a destination for Jeff T because they need a one yeah, extremely bad. Jimmer Fredette is not the answer to one for them. The one other idea I had for the Wolves was trade anything and everything to get up to that two pick and get John Morant to play with Cat. I think he's gonna be fantastic and just continually get better. And the other idea I had that I, I heard on the BS podcast. Shut up. Zion Williamson traded for Cat. What happens if uh, the Bulls? This is this is what uh, Bill Simmons and Rosillo threw out. If the Bulls get the number one pick, they're like, "Hey, we want Cat to play with Levine here. Similar ages. We'll just take the Wolves team <laughs> and build what they should have built, and then you guys can have Zion, and then yeah. we just have Zion well, and just restart." I was gonna. What do you do well, there? If you're the Bulls, do you want Cat or do you I want think, Zion? Dude, well, here's the thing. I wanted to get into this a little bit when we talked about the draft a little bit later, but we can get into it now. I would trade Zion because I'm not of the uh, thought process oh, yeah. that Zion is a this, sure thing. This, the next coming of LeBron. Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah. Like, uh, I would trade if, if, if I'm the Pelicans. Yeah. Or, or if I'm whoever gets that number one pick, bro, give me AD. Yeah. Why not take a sure thing that's, what, 24? Yeah, I mean, no, you don't Why want not? to do that. Why would you do that? No. What? AD's, like, got a year left on his contract. You're going to have to pay but him a ton the, of money. If you're if you're the Knicks. Yeah, you take Zion. You, you take AD. You take a Just sure extend thing. Extend him. You take, an, you take AD, and then you do all you can to grab two other free agent, two other superstars. Durant and Kyrie, and then you have AD, Durant, Kyrie, all of a sudden, boom. Boom, you're winning for a while. Yeah. That is the best team in the league, and that's a team that nobody can handle because there's not a lot of guys that can handle AD. If New Orleans can literally pull nobody off, that could, maybe that was the most brilliant move they could have done. They need to, like, that really is. Get the number one pick. It's, it's really it's more brilliant more so for whoever's trading Zion. Yeah. Because you're trading a great unknown for a known. Yeah. A known that is projected to be the best player in the league. In three years. Maybe yeah. two, maybe less than that. Maybe next year. 
that's the thing about the draft. It's it's such a great unknown, and people are saying all these things. They think Zion's going to be this and that. I think that I don't really see the, a pathway for him to be being good his first year at, at least. You're not going to bully everybody. You're not going to bully these 27-year-old men that are 7'2". I'm I, of get the that mindset. I get your 285 or whatever, but, bro, you can't dribble. You don't have that great of a shot. You have no post moves. I realize that you really haven't been able to show these things if you have them, but from what you've displayed, you don't have them. You if can't just come Wolves, in the league. Do you want, if you're in the Wolves position, do you want to trade Cat for Zion? With how busted up their team is. Um, the thing about that is you would just be starting over again. Again. You haven't even gotten close to your destination. The problem is, no, either way, we're going to have to start over. It's either with Zion or with Cat. So blow it up with Zion. I would. I, I think I would. I think I you think almost would, have to. I think the Wolves are. I would trade Cat. Yeah, I think the Wolves, like, they kind of need a blow up. They need to just explode. Yeah. They, it, the lot, they have to combust. Glenn Taylor's got to get the hell out of town. Hire Ryan to... Saunders. Okay. Good. Co- I like him. Okay. He likes being here. He wants us to be good. The dad legacy means something because he actually loves the team, which is hard to find when you're here in Minnesota. And he does have a good relationship with the players. But is he a good coach, though? Honestly, like if he's a mediocre are... coach, I'm taking him. I, I'm going to have to disagree with you there. No. I want somebody. I, I could. I mean, After our track record with coaching in the past is, 15 years, yeah, but I don't how, care. how many of these coaches have been good coaches, though? Not who? That's what I'm saying. Oh, we that's, had a good that, one, Rick Adelman. Yeah, where did he, he was come okay. From? Houston, he's been everywhere. Yeah, but I'm talking about a good coach. Like, I could care less, maybe that's because I'm not from here, about all the, the, the connections and the sentimental value. If you're a mediocre coach, that's not what I want. I want my coach to be intelligent, cunning, I th- yeah, knowledgeable about the game. Like uh, I have to I see the candidates, coach. but 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 uh, I digress. All right, Eastern East, Conference. I'm taking the 76ers, man. Out of I'm the East, the 76ers. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> if you say the Raptors, I'm out. I'm walking out of this room. I was gonna say the Boston Celtics. Hmm. Yeah. No. Really. Yeah. Bro, they might not make it out of that Pacers battle. They might not make it out of that. If I was putting money down, I would put my money on the Sixers. My heart wants the Boston Celtics, and I think they have a shot. The yeah. Bucks, in my opinion, if Brogdon's injured and Miritich, they're in big trouble. Yeah, I agree. If they don't the lack of shooting with with our friend Giannis, he's he's, he's okay. amazing. He's, he's amazing. Uh, no, not he's he's better than okay. I'm talking about shooting. Shooting yeah, he's okay. He's okay. It's just tough. Um, I would I would agree with you that Philly is the best team. And I think they the also have the best team, the best chance at beating the Warriors. I legitimately think the 76ers can win the championship. Hundred percent. Because like Simmons, Reddick, Butler, Toby, Embiid, and Embiid with Boban off the bench. Mike Scott. TJ McConnell, Mike we were, we Scott. Were, we were worried about their bench, and they've actually played. Simmons isn't even playing. Yeah, they're, they're fantastic. TJ McConnell, I mean, all those guys in limited minutes are effective. Yeah. You know, and uh, Embiid, I think, man, he he made a strong case for the MVP, but he, he sat out a few games. He missed a little while. I think any other year, any other year but this one, I think he would have been the MVP. I think I, I, I put my money on him getting it next year. Seriously, I think. Embiid, I, think I think the world of Embiid, seriously. I, there's, he's, a Sixers-Warriors final would be the best finals that we've ha- had since, obviously, the Game 7 uh, with the, oh, the Cavs. But this this finals will be fun because it's new. It's something we've never seen before. I'd love to see the Sixers in there. That I mean, you fire, got Simmons. Man. Think about the matchups with Simmons. Who you put Simmons Cousins. on? No, Simmons on Curry. You got, oh, you oh, got Jimmy, Jimmy on Clay, Tobias on Durant. Embiid and Cousins battling. Then you got JJ and uh, who? And oh, I guess you got Draymond out there. Would Draymond even play? Because he can't shoot. Who knows? Yeah, Draymond. Draymond will play. You can't. Draymond's gonna play. God, man, he's tough. But he's he's had a tough season. I think has. it's think I think it's. He looks like know. he's miserable out there. Yeah, you. It makes me wonder. Do you think that this is a this is gonna be wild to say? 
do you think that they would be a better team without KD? I think they would almost flow better. Yeah. Like they used to. I he mean, fits in, though. He does. He doesn't he hurt their in. flow. Yeah, but like, bro, they, they had 73 without him. That means you put the ball. I think Draymond has really hasn't played the best since they've gotten him. He hasn't been as effective. It's Draymond ironic because he's the one who recruited him. Yeah, um, Draymond is an, was an incredibly effective basketball player. Can we also say what a shit move? By a guy like that's just like the annoying. We talking about KD? No, we always. I didn't even think about this. We always, you know, I always give KD the hard time because he left, and I think it is the worst move I've ever seen a superstar do, even worse than LeBron. I think it's. But Draymond texts him after losing in Game Seven to LeBron, and says, "We need you. Come here. You just won seventy three games." You brought this curse upon yourself by sending that text. He was also the reason that they really lost. lost. Yeah, and then he just sells out for somebody who's better. Like, I, what is that? What is that attitude? I don't know. I, I mean, mean, you got to do what you got to do. He brought upon his own demise, and now he's his value is is terrible. I, yeah, his value is bad, but he's also got more championships. Yeah, but does it? So no the, one's was, gonna like think was, Draymond was, Green when they think about these titles. It doesn't matter what people think. It only matters how many rings he has on his finger. I don't know. I think th- it was almost depends on his mindset. Really, I guess, now that you say it like that, it's almost an honorable thing to do. He sacrificed himself for the better of his team. Yeah, but it's the that's it's your career. That's, that's he he sacrificed his career numbers to get those to watch wins. Durant win MVPs. To watch I him couldn't sit, do to, that. to put that to slide that other ring on his finger, bro. Yeah, but was he having fun during it? Maybe it doesn't matter, bro. Are you having fun when you're taking a test? Are you having fun when you're getting it back and you realize you got an A? Yeah, That's because you got fun. the A. The, he got the A. He was a part of it, bro. I get that. Yeah, but it's like it's, a group project that he coasted on, I'm man. Sorry. It's a group project. I'm sorry, And bro. he's that. But nothing, no. you, you can't tell me that battles aren't fun. Celebrating victories are fun. Nobody's having fun in the NBA Finals. That's not fun. I think that's. I think you're wrong. I think the fun part What's about it isn't about celebrating. That, the fun part is competing. And right now he obviously okay. is out there okay. competing. Yeah. But he's doing a bad hey, job at it. Tell that. Tell that to every team that's ever lost in the NBA Finals. Did you have fun oh, competing? I'm sure it feels way better. But I guarantee you that the competition is what fuels them to win next season. Like the finals, <sighs> the heat of the moment, all the stuff that happens on the court, all the little interactions. That's why people come Bro, back. They don't come I'm back. Sorry. No, that, that is that feeling is literally ten minutes after the finals is, when they is, hand you some bro. That is literally not why they that come goes back. In the team. They literally no. come back because they just won. They want to win again. That's the point of yeah. bouncing the they basketball. want the competition. That's the point of shooting the shot. They don't want the win. trophy. They want in- the competition. They want to be that better is, than sorry, all of their competition. You know you're they one just of my want to beat fans, everyone. I know, but that is just that is just ignorant, bro. <laughs> you're telling me people play basketball to you play a sport to win. The ultimate goal, which is you play to, the dude, sport to be better than everyone else at the sport, and you're better than everybody else at the sport when you win. Win the championship, and you get it, bro? It's not about competing. It's, it's not about the championship. It's about the competition and being better than your competition, which but, leads but, to a championship. Oh the championship is like that little that little candle that you put on top of your frosted cake with your awesome. It's not team. like that. It's literally not like that because it's a <clears> gold. Statue, bro. Yeah. And, and it's also it's, it's fleeting. It's a, it's, a, it's dude. It's not. You know what's fleeting? What? Competition. You think that you think that Charles Barkley gives a crap about whether or not he was in the finals? No. You know what he cares about, and everybody that talks about him, which is a shame because he was a very good player, is the fact that he it didn't win. I know. Charles Barkley is dude. He he's like one of the top twenty players of all time. Literally, the things that he did and the way that he did it in the time period that he did is insane. He was like he was like a six eight power forward shooting threes, dunking on people, throwing elbows. It was I, insane. But nobody cares. Nobody knows that he, people don't even know he won an MVP. What do people say when they retire or kids stop playing sports, males and females? It's, they don't say kids. I miss the championships. They say I miss the sport. Bro. Like Dirk, listen to Dirk, listen to Vince. They're like, I just love the grind. They're like, I just love the day to day. They don't even care, man. No, they just want to compete. They just want to uh-uh. have. Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. That's the type of crap that you say 
<laughs> in the interview, bro. No. It's not about the competition. It's about winning. No, you because say in the interview, you say, I'm going to compete and I'm going to be the best and I'm going to keep going until I'm the best at this. What happens when you're the best? You win. Yes, That's exactly. What, why are you being the best? So you can so win. You can beat everybody and win. You were saying the same thing, except you're saying it's about the competition. I'm saying it's about winning. I think it's more about the competition that leads to winning. It's no, to it's compete not. and be no, better than not. everyone at it. Nobody wants or to help everyone I'm at it. I'm sorry. Nobody along nobody, the way. Nobody wants to go to the finals and lose. And Shout just, out to just, nonprofits. And just just play in the finals, bro. I'm sorry. No, I'm not saying day, that's what it's people about want. Winning. You want to. You want to. You want to win the whole thing. Competing is great, but it doesn't mean anything. You don't win, bro. The competition only gets harder the further you go. You play to that competition. You beat your competition. You win. You're the champion. I think we're arguing about the same thing. I don't. I I disagree. You're talking about the competition, and that being the best thing and what people want. And that that's. I just disagree. You want to win. You you want to win the whole thing. You're wild. Alright. We got to move on, man. Because I. I, I I need a it's a group project. Dream on slacking. They're going to no, kick him out not, of the group. That's not it. You know what? If this is a group project, Draymond Green is taking all the notes in class so everybody's informed and then passing the notes to KD. He's like, here, take my notes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what it is, bro. That's how it is. Not a bad, not a bad comparison. You know I love metaphors. I know. All right, Chicago Bulls. Lori Markin and we saw him live together in Chicago. We did. He's Same. good. Levine They're, just didn't show up. Well, he was hurt. Classic. He was hurt. Yeah, I know. Uh, they probably really shut him down. I think the Bulls will be fine going forward. Um, I think their core is solid. The worst thing about them is they're actually. I, I'm not even gonna talk too badly about the front office because the more that I think about it, the moves they make haven't been that bad. Where they mess up is with personnel, with coaches, and how they how they handle it. And they, I mean, every GM has made a bad trade or made a bad draft pick. But I think the moves they made recently have been fine moves, good moves. Yeah. Getting rid of uh Porter or Portis and Parker and getting um Otto Porter, I think that was a great move. That was a good move. Of course the Jimmy Butler deal was good. Yeah. Um the the one of the one of the great most unsung trades of the season was getting Wayne Selden for like in a second round pick for Justin Holiday who was just a dumpster fire of a player who can't shoot but everybody thinks he can shoot yeah. I think that was a phenomenal trade um, I think they really need a guard Chris Dunn's not the answer I really wanted him to work out mm-hmm. but he's not the answer you, you saw him out there he makes very he was poor real decisions bad. he over dribbles he can't shoot his defense is not what it used to be just fouls now instead of you know yeah. playing strong defense so I think in the draft they really need to look towards getting a guard yeah um I mean, I, of course, I want John Moran, but it seems like he kind of played, he kind of played out of their reach. But you know, I don't can, know, man. So I'm looking at the lottery right now. You guys have got a 48 percent chance at a, at a top four pick and a 12 and a half percent chance of the number one. The only people ahead of you, yeah, are, the highest percentage chance for the number one pick are the Knicks, Suns, and Cleveland, and they're only at 14. Well, really, these really? teams, man. I'm telling you, the Wolves have a 2.5 percent chance at the pick. Same with the Lakers. It's, I mean, I feel like the last time something like that happened was when the Bulls got Derrick Rose. They had, yeah. they had the worst odds. And I mean, they it's, got it's, hap- it's possible it does happen, but I don't know. I think that... That night is going to be... Yeah. Oh, I man. mean, these odds are not... They're, I think the best thing the NBA did in, in terms of competition and stopping tanking was making the bottom three have the same amount and then making four have like two less than that and then five having like two less than this that. This is nice. Dude, I the think, fact that the Wolves have a two and a half percent chance in them one pick is like that makes me feel great. At least it's whoever whoever like was the guy that was like, hey, let's do this, kudos to that guy. Yeah. But I think the best case scenario for the Bulls is of course number one, because everybody wants Zion. Even though I'm skeptical but I mean I would Zion like with him. Levine, Lori get a guard. Yeah. Um but would be best is if the Suns either got one or lower than the Bulls because they're the ones that really need a point guard. I think everybody else would maybe pass on John, probably take Zion, RJ, some combination of that. Yeah. Um, Where's but, Reddish going right now? Five. Reddish is, I mean, I don't know. I think Reddish could have a good NBA career just for the fact that he's long. I think he really struggled from the fact that he played point guard in, in high school. Yeah. And it was kind of like relegated to playing small forward. Yeah. And not having the ball in his hands. So I think he kind of got hurt by that. So he might slide, but he could still end up having a good NBA career. But I just hope that the Bulls, 
I don't know if I would want Jared Culver. I don't know, like... The tech guy. The Final Four if, guy. If Yeah, but if, if the Bulls somehow end up getting a wing, I think their best option would be to draft a point guard in the second round. Yeah. But then put plug that wing into the starting lineup and push Levine down to one. Uh, hmm. oh, and no, I know, no, no. I Levine know, at the one was such a train wreck. Yeah, but that was in Minnesota, and he's significantly, uh, he, he's a significantly he, better player. I know. He's a significantly better player, and he's cut down his turnovers. I'm, I'm not saying that he's like the ideal candidate to be your point guard, but, but, it in, could work. but in today's NBA, say if they got R.J. Barrett, who's a good ball handler, it could work. It could, it could work, and of course he's gonna. Levine's probably he's a hard working guy. Yeah, he's gotten stronger. He's he's gotten oh, better he at his shot. He's, he's a lot of he's, he's, work. Yeah, he's improved, and I wouldn't put it past him to improving and being able to run the one with more efficiency. You know, we can't forget that Steph Curry is a two. Yeah, he's a two, and he's he's. Tra- I mean, of course, he's a once in a you know generation NBA player, but he's transitioned over to the one. I mean, he's still not perfect. Yeah, but. The fact that they have other ball handlers and that his his ball his just handle like just his actual handle is so incredible. Um, he's a, he's a good example of somebody moving from two to one as a as an option. Guy. Yeah, and I think it's you know it's a definite possibility. Okay. Yeah. What about so we got East? East Sixers, West Warriors. Warriors winning uh, that. I'm gonna go out on a limb and I say if those two teams play, I think that the Sixers could take it. Take. Okay. Take the cake. Yeah, we'll have to check back in once the playoffs start, but um, I I don't doubt it. I think I definitely agree. I think the biggest threat to the Warriors is the Sixers. I'd probably say the team with the legitimate second best odds to get there is the Bucks, and yeah. then and then oh, Toronto no. or Boston. Oh, no, Boston. I really have a hard time arguing for now because it's literally Kyrie against the world. Like I don't know where Tatum is. Jalen Brown's been fantastic. Gordon Hayward had a great game last night against the Heat. I'm happy he's coming back, and he's had these, like, it seems like every time he plays, you guys will drop 30. But Oh, yeah, he, I know. So he has these flashes of, like, oh, yeah, he was a star yeah. at one point in this game. I, You know, I've always been a big fan of Gordon Hayward, man. I know you have. I love the two-way game. He used to play some great defense. I'll never forget, and I think in, like, what year was that, 2013, 2014, when he hit that? That um, what are you talking about? That game winner against LeBron. Do you remember? That? Oh yeah, like a young Gordon Hayward. He was. I mean, it was like maybe like three or four years ago. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, that's my boy right there. I know you loved him. Hey. I might have been freshman year. It might have been. It Not bad. Been. We got Final Four here coming this weekend. Yep. Yep. Who's in Tech, Auburn, Virginia, Michigan State, Virginia, Michigan State. I think Michigan State is a considerably better team than all of those teams. Yeah, Virginia's good. Virginia's good. I just have a hard time, you know. Just Virginia's just, it seems like they're just, they're so bland. I know, they're not very fun. I really hope it's Auburn, Michigan State. And I also hope it's Auburn because if it's Auburn, Jack Mugford wins the the Sally's, the bracket challenge. So he gets a yeah. $100 gift card there. Dude, if, but, if, if Michigan State wins, I'll be winning my uh bracket? my thing. Shout out to the Hens How family. Much? Six fifty. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, you need that. Yeah. Oh, so you really want? Hey, Michigan State. I really want it. I need that change in my pocket. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I just want to see Bruce Pearl sweat in the national championship. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. all I want. The thing is, you don't He's need a national championship. You can just pull up on Bruce Pearl any day of the week, he's any just time of the sweating. day. Sweating. No, he's just profusely, profusely. Reminds me of my buddy Krishna Bod. They just it's the glands, bro. Yeah, I had it's a friend, fantastic. Nick Wheeler, man. Shout out yeah. to Grambling State ba- uh, Baseball. There we go. He used to be sweating left and right. We were, yeah. like, we were like in sixth grade sweating like a Legendary like sweaters. Horse, yeah, smelly rooms. Do horses Smelly sweat? middle schools. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I, they pants. Do animals sweat? Like, if you, like a frog, is a frog sweating after a long day of work? This is going to have to be talked about on the next podcast. Yeah. I, I'm sweating of animals. Just talk to some friends in the Dogs? science place. I think they just pant. Yeah. Do I don't know. That's wow, wow. Yeah. Deep no, we, stuff. Deep stuff. What about, we got good looks of the week. Um, I got mine. I can go first if you like. Yeah, um, you can go. I guess my good look of the week is kind of a love-hate relationship here, but definitely a love and a great look. Amir Coffey, Minnesota Gophers, declaring for the NBA draft yesterday. Yeah. Hiring an agent. Congrats to him. Fantastic Minnesota career. You know, started in Hopkins, winning, I think, two state titles, one or two. I think yeah. it was two. He, he, um, he did right by the state of Minnesota. Yeah, comes to Minnesota, comes here for three years, gives us 
a great time. I mean, Big Ten freshman of the year. Had a great year this year. Led us to that tournament win. Um, led us through some of the Big Ten tournament against Purdue. Um, just really impressive. Awesome to see his game develop. We literally, I've seen him mm-hmm. just grow over time. It worked on his he body, obviously. Um, his shot looks great. Um, and I think, I think in the right environment in the NBA, he's gonna he's gonna have a decent career. I think he could actually be a bench player. I think he could do something. He's got the size. He's got the length. Put on a little more weight. Work even more on that shot. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a shot. chance. Um, so shout out to Amir. Good luck of the week. Best of luck, Josiah. What do you got? You know me. Good old Everton getting that. Uh, there we go. Two zero win. Is this against, Premier League? You better believe it. Yeah, it is. Against uh, West Ham over the weekend, Kurt Zuma with the header off the corner. Oh man, Bernard with the shot in on the left side. It was shot it was in. it was good to see because. They've been on and off this season. Right now, they're in tenth in the table, about three, about four points behind uh, the Wolverhampton Wanderers, who beat Man U. At Interesting. Home. Interesting. Yeah, they just got promoted. It's that's a that's a that's a good story. I like to see that. Yeah. They just got promoted. They're seventh in the league. Just beat Man U at home. Like, they have no chance of getting the sixth, getting going up one more. But but still, yeah, it's impressive. Good for wow. them, man. Good for them. Um. We're going to be back next week. we got time. Yeah. We're in the spring, end of our spring semester here. Me and Joe will be back, maybe with a guest. We'll see what happens, see if yeah. we can get on I here. I see names floating around. People it, are tweeting. Make I know. sure you're tweeting out there, folks. Make sure you're tweeting. We're going to have our Instagram up in an hour here once we get the pod up. Um, it's going to be up on you know iTunes, Spotify, all the platforms, mm-hmm. as usual. It's had a great time, everybody. Um, shout out to Josiah, you know. He's always the best. We love having Josiah on. Hey, I love he's being the, here. He's the best. He's the best I new staple I've ever seen in my life. Staples. Staples. That was Shout easy. Shout out to Staples. Is I know. Ma- they, they still saying that over there? I don't know. Yeah, I think they are actually. Are they still in business? Actually? Let us know. <laughs> let us know if you want us to work on our pizza contract again. We had to give yeah. up on that to pursue real life opportunities where we could actually make some money. So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna try to get you back know on that. Let grind. us know what you guys want to hear. What you guys want to see, you know, comments, complaints, just hit us up on uh, on the Twitter. Twitter, Instagram. At Good L Podcast. At, at Good L Podcast. Good L Podcast. And then most of you guys have us on Instagram, so yeah. just shoot us a DM. Um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk mm-hmm. to you all next week. Have a great weekend. Yep. Enjoy the Final Four. Go Michigan State. You too, I want to see a Richard Josiah next week. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in.